Welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. I'm this week's host, Dixie Cochran. Uh, we said we were going to be here all month with Matthew and Eddie, and then that got scrapped because sometimes plans change. I am, however, here with Eddie. I am still here. Hello. Eddie is here, but we are also joined by Danielle Lozon. Hi. So, Danielle will be taking the second player seat in this game as we continue our Pugmire APs throughout Pugmire Month. Uh, this one is not set in Pugmire, it's set in the realms of Pugmire. Uh, specifically in the monarchies of Mao. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm be really upfront with a lot of our listeners. I know probably if you've been listening for a while, you've heard me say that I don't run games. Uh, I have been trying to get into running games recently, and I have run a few private games for some friends, mostly Pugmire and monarchies, because those are the rules that I know the best. Um, and I am going to be running this game today. So we'll see. Uh, you might hear me slip up. You might hear me say something wrong. You might hear me reference something that's in D&D and not Pugmire. And I apologize if I do that, but this is kind of what it's like when you're a newer game master. You have to get used to it. You can't just, like, jump in and be a guide and be like, I know everything about this, you know? Um, maybe some people can, but I can't memorize a book. Well, I'll just say that Darby is sitting right next to me, and she has faith in you, so. Oh, yeah? Yes. Good job, Darby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the adventure I'm running is a slightly modified version of the first adventure in the Adventures for Curious Cats collection. It was written by Josh Heath. Uh, I did develop that book. That was my first ever development project, so I'm very proud of it. Yay. Um, yeah. And it, it does contain adventures for levels 1, 3, and 5. So you can either just do all three in a row and just level up your characters twice between adventures, or you can play other things between them, building off what got started in this one. Uh, every single adventure in the book has things you could be doing after the adventure is over, and uh, like suggestions for future story hooks, uh, which I always really like when I see that in an adventure in a game. Absolutely. It's like, it's like, oh, if you want to keep improv and go off on whatever happened, you can do that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the adventures are all really different, so I would probably do some kind of bridging story between them, but you don't really have to, because a lot of them are just like, people want you to go do the thing, do a thing for the people. And this, and this thing happens, and then this thing happens. And this exactly. Thing happens. So before we get started, I'd like you to introduce your characters. Uh, Danielle, who are you playing? I am playing Mephisto Stray, who is of the House Shadow Block, uh, and she is a level one mancer. Oh, uh, I love mancers. And uh, her background is scholar. So the idea here is that she's actually an older cat mm -hmm. uh, who spent most of her life with her nose in books and eventually decided to leave her... Uh, scholarly pursuits and start doing more things outside of the the libraries. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's not not necessarily elderly, but she's definitely older um, in her in her teens as it is. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is based on your cat, correct? This is based on my cat, yes, who is a very old lady who. Um, doesn't like anyone but me. Uh, <laughs> so my personality traits, which I guess are the most interesting things to talk about on the character sheet. Yeah, of course. Um, so what is most important to me is protecting those closest to me. Uh, no one knows about my fear of the unseen. Oh. And no matter what, I just can't bring myself to trust new people. All right. All right. And what so does Mephisto look like? Just because uh, I, I like to get a visual. She is a black and gray tabby. Mm -hmm. 
uh, who is kind of skinny and and short. Um, she's she's a little runty looking, um, and not hunched, but she definitely has that appearance of a cat who's spent all their time in a a bookstore or a, mm. a library. Um, she wears spectacles because, of course, she does. Right. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> um, and she wears commoner's clothing because she is not a noble cat. Mm -hmm. As I feel about every character that I ever hear described for Monarchies or Pugmire, I love Mephisto Strayvon Shadow and think she's the best. <laughs> just just the, the most wonderful cat. All cats are the best. Exactly. All cats are beautiful. Eddie? <laughs> what? It's true. They it are. It is true. Um. I am playing uh, uh, Impe Von Rex. Uh, he is a of level... course you are. <laughs> uh, he's a level one wanderer. Uh, he actually is um, of common stock. Mm -hmm. uh, he he is a member of the Rex family. Um, you know, has the big bad ears, the whole nine yards. Um, but he's not by any stretch of imagination ability. I, so I imagine he's like if the first. 35 layers of Rex monarchies were to die, they might start digging him up, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're 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 eight hundred and seventh in line for the uh for the Rex. Right, out of eight hundred and nine, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, uh he you know, worked around his 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 uh, village in Rex, uh, and then just wanted to go off and see the world. And over a course of time, um, he has learned how to defend himself, and also uh, he had a mentor who taught him how to fight. Um, uh, so he is a big kind of brown and white cat, again, large ears. Um, he does mm -hmm. have uh, uh, tape on his paws uh, because it helps him with his with his fighting. Mm -hmm. Aww. Uh, and uh, his personality traits is what's most important to me is my freedom. Uh, no one knows about my love and respect for dogs because he's actually met some dogs and actually quite likes them, but other cats don't like the fact that he likes dogs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and no matter what, I just can't see myself as anything other than great. <laughs> okay, well, these two are wonderful. Um, <laughs> and I want to say one more thing, which is how do you two know each other? Um, honestly, it seems like it's a first forward relationship. If, if uh, uh, you want to go adventuring having someone to come along and, and help you for the more dangerous bits seems like yes. it makes sense. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, because you've got to have somebody to protect you from the unseen since you're terrified yes. of them. Right, yeah. <laughs> terrified of it, yes. And obviously I must be great because I keep telling you how great I am. Yes. <laughs> I found this great wanderer. He's so great. <laughs> Eddie so rarely plays really bombastic characters. This will be really fun. At, at least not in games that I've played with you. It's true. It's true. I usually play relatively reserved characters, so. Yeah, so I am I am looking forward to you. I am the best. I am the best. Uh, okay, so we're going to skip a little bit of the first scene because it is very much an introductory scene for players. Um, so what you need to know is that there is a kind of private detective, gendarme for hire in this area, named Hook Main Kun von Korat. Uh, you are both familiar with him. You are in a village in the very south of Korat. Mm -hmm. okay. um, who knows why you wandered there? You've been there for a little while, though, so you've gotten to know the lay of the land. Um, Hook has asked you to go check on a merchant from Houghton uh, who has been in the monarchies and making all kinds of rounds around various prominent cat houses in the area, which isn't that strange because he's, he's a merchant, he's visiting, right? And to clarify, we're talking about houses that have cats in them, not cat houses, the compound now. 
Yeah, yeah. I have. I, I, I always worry about saying that one out loud. Anyway. I know, I know. Um, That's what I wanted to clarify. <laughs> the prominent houses of local cats. Yes, there. Um, there we go. Uh, but he, he's going to the fancier places during the day. But at night, he's been seen going to a bunch of these like kind of seedy lounges. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of places you would probably find cats that don't want to make deals with dogs, right? Mm-hmm. But he's being let in. Like, he's he's fine. Uh, so his employers want, like, want Hook to figure out what's up with him. But unfortunately, he knows who Hook is. So mm-hmm. he has asked you to do it instead. Mm-hmm. Um, the information he has given you uh, over your talk is that the dog's name is Conroy Pekinese. He is obviously from Houghton. Mm-hmm. Um, Hook has given you the address of the apartment that he's renting. Okay. Um, but also Hook met him in a lounge called the Red Spot, uh, which is kind of on the r- roughest edge of 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 Kalen. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he he won't tell you who hired him, but he was hired by a young noblewoman, and he's worried that she has ulterior motives. There's, there's a little bit going on here. Very Maltese Falcon, sounds like. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Uh, he, he's also told you that the, the uh, investigation needs to stay off the books. All right. Um, so it's it's maybe early evening right now. Mm. So it's up to you if you want to go to try to go to his house or if you want to try to go to the lounge where he's most often seen at, etc. Well, if I were more sociable and around the hound cat i probably would be going to the lounge at this time of the evening mm-hmm. i think that yeah if he's been seen going to places seedier places at night then he's probably not home in the evening all right so you headed over to the red spot off the red spot because <laughs> of course that's what a cat bar is called right right i just draws him right in uh <laughs> Uh, as you weave through the tight streets and alleyways to the red spot, you notice a small splash of blood on the cobblestones and some drag marks in the mud. Ooh. Oh. This is down alleyway. As you turn the corner into the alleyway, you're going to see a little bit more blood, and the, the smell is a bit overwhelming, honestly, the coppery smell. Ultimately, you discover the body of a dog with long tan and brown fur. Uh, it's clearly a Pekingese. So I'd like you to both make uh, intelligence checks with uh, search, if you have it. Intelligence. Ooh, that's that's not something I'm great at. <laughs> uh, I rolled an eleven. Oh man, I'm good at this, but uh, with search, if if you have it, yes, I do. How does that work? If I have it, do yeah, I have a proficiency, proficiency bonus? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I have a great grand total of eight. Okay. Uh, so you are a little overwhelmed by the sight. There is a there's a dead person in front of you. Uh, you you don't know what killed him. It, it could have been the unseen. Uh, so you're you're looking around more than you're looking at the scene of the crime. Yeah. Impe, however, is um, able to see a small knife and a set of keys on the ground next to his left paw. Uh, so you can see that he he was stabbed. Um, and if you pick up the keys, I will pick up the keys. Yes. Yes, they, they have a small leather strap hanging off them stamped with 331, which is his address. Um, if you want to make wisdom checks for me to kind of see if you can figure out, you know, what happened here. Uh, 12. All right. All right. Oh, man. 20. Oh, gosh. Uh, so now that you have finished looking around the crime scene while uh, Impe was looking at the ground, <laughs> yes. you... You see that based on the pattern of, of paw prints and just the way that he's falling is that he was probably reaching for his knife as he was killed. Okay. Um, and then you you also see the keys that Impey is now holding 
uh, and realize that the address is the same that Hook provided you. Uh, there are other cats passing down the main street uh, off the alleyway, so any loud noise will probably capture the attention. Um, <laughs> are those the keys? Yes. Uh, you, you can call the guard or not. It's up to you. Hmm. But remember that Hook wanted to stay off the books. Given well, that uh, this seems to be a situation that is going to be difficult very quickly, perhaps it is our best interest to simply move along and let the gendarmes find him on their own. Does Mephisto agree with that? Well, I don't want to have to meet a bunch of strangers and explain to them why we're here with a dead body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think moving along is fine. I'm guessing that this this was a surprise, seeing as he died before he was able to get his knife out. I was very surprised. Almost certainly. <laughs> yes, it was almost certainly a surprise attack. So, or or some kind of magic was involved somehow that made it a surprise attack, right? So interesting. Uh, I do agree we should move along, but the question is, where do we go? To the house. You don't want to talk to the people in the red spot to see if they saw anything. Long pause as he tries to find a way to figure out how to think that was his own idea. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, gives up and goes. Yes, we can also do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to head into the red spot? Yes. I will stomp over to the red spot and just not not kick in the door, but like, you know, grand entrance, <laughs> the equivalent of like pushing the saloon doors open kind of thing. It is very clearly a, a CD lounge inside. Um, everybody looks at you. As you do that, every single buddy who's who's in there, it's pretty much all cats. Um, most of them in dark clothes, cloaks, tattered clothes. They are, you know, making deals and drinking catnip and gambling and doing all the sorts of things you would expect to be happening in a seedy lounge. I, oh. I wave at everybody and go, hello, has anyone seen anything unusual lately? Oh, my God. They all look at each other. Oh, my God. And they all kind of, and then they, they, they all start kind of slinking into, into dark corners if they can. Um, uh, and, and I'm going to try to slink away from this <laughs> like, spectacle and hope that nobody noticed me enter with him. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so uh, roll me a dexterity check with Stealth of Yabbit. Can I give her advantage because I'm being super distracting? Yes, you, you, you may roll that with advantage. Okay. Cool, 19. Okay, so you managed to slink back outside. Nobody really noticed you. You were standing behind this large, loud cat, and also everybody was a little bit blinded when he threw the doors open. You know, okay. they're in a, in a dark bar, and there's street lamps outside. Um, you do see that maybe about two blocks away, there's a squad of maybe four guards headed your way. Um, so, 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 so while you're noticing that, uh, Eddie, the a very large Maine Coon cat. The scar over one eye and 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 leather armor uh, stands up from where he was sitting just inside the door. He's clearly the bouncer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a bit taller than you, and he looks out at you and he goes, "What? What do you want? Get out of here!" Uh, so, um, Impe is going to whisper, and I say that in quotes. Um, so, it's like stage whisper. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he thinks he's being quiet, but it's also like still projecting to the back row somehow. Mm-hmm. It's like. There is a corpse in your alley that you may want to look into. Uh, uh, whose corpse? I don't know. It's not mine. D- did you kill somebody? 
No. If I killed someone, why would I come and then tell you that I killed them? Because maybe you think that we're going to help you cover it up. This is a reputable establishment. I look around. I look back at him. Of course. Ugh, what a mess. Well, if you leave now, I'm going to pretend I never saw you. Very well. And then walk out. <laughs> as soon as you come out, uh, I'll be like, Ipe, we need to go. But we... Okay. L- luckily, the guards are coming from the opposite direction uh, that you need to go in. Okay. Um, and also, as as you glance over at the guards, you, you do see a, a calico cat in dark oversized clothes kind of like stop them for a moment and and glance your way as if she is distracting them for you. Cool. We Their guard's coming and we don't want to be here when they get here. Understood. And we'll start marching towards the house. Okay. All right. We're scampering along behind you. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not going to like do like big paces to make sure you can, so you can stay up and whatnot. I mean, like, you know, he's yeah. not a jerk. Um, but okay. he also, he, he realizes his role is to make sure that you are protected. And so he puts himself in front of you as much as possible. Right, right, right. Excellent. Okay. So you head over to the address that Hook gave you that you now have the keys for. Uh, the apartments in this area of Kalen uh, are mostly for merchants who live outside of Corat but do regular trade here. So it's like a long-term stay kind of area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the merchant families rent, rent out the homes to their staff while they're away. Uh, they kind of like expect their rooms to be ready at a moment's notice if they come back. Uh, you don't see a lot of other people at this point in the evening. The fog is kind of heavy. Uh, so it's it's misty. It's a little overcast. Uh, the city blocks in this area are numbered with yellow stone tiles and then gray stones mark the buildings on each block. With the help of these, it's not too long before you find your way to the apartments of Conroy Pekingese. Uh, number 331, the apartment building is made of smooth gray stone, and there's a gate leading into a small courtyard. Um, I would like you both to make an intelligence check with notice if you have it. My secret weakness. <laughs> I have rolled a two. You don't see shit. I don't see shit. I keep rolling an 18, so that's 21. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so you see a slim figure in a long coat kind of dart down an alleyway. All right. I'll probably, I'll, I will say, Impe, follow. <laughs> like, just like, da, okay. and start running down to try to catch this person. No, wait for me. Come on, she's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so sadly, they have disappeared in the winding alleyways here, but Impe notices a silver cloak pin on the ground. It has a series of intricate spot patterns along the shaft. It's unclear what that means to you right now, but it's something to hold on to. I have a thing. It was clearly just dropped. It's not dirty or wet or anything. Okay. I will obviously show it to my friend. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Is it magic? Um, I don't know. Is it magic? Uh, make me a I have, no I arcana have... intelligence roll. Sure. That's 11. It does not appear to be magic. You don't feel anything when you touch it. You're not getting any, like, you know, hint of unseen off of it. Okay. All right. So at this point, you can go into the house if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Or you can wander around and I'll make some stuff up. Nope, we're going <laughs> in the house. <laughs> yes. Uh, once again, to listeners, it's a little railroady right now because this is for first level characters. Uh, you can go off the rails as much as you want. It's up to you. 
one also we only have an episode to get this in so that's another yes. reason why it's just intentionally kind of like okay let's do this do this, do this yeah yeah also eddie and danielle are being very nice players knowing that i'm new at everything yeah. So, <laughs> as you turn the silver key in the lock to enter the courtyard, a soft wind kind of shifts the fog and a cold sensation crawls down your backs. A quiet dread permeates the street like the cobbles are almost waiting for something to happen. The faint gold numbers of the rooms appear to glow in the darkness, and the wet, muddy courtyard is deathly silent as you walk up to number 331, its doors bound by iron. The windows leading to the courtyard are all shuttered. As you turn this lock, you hear a small creaking sound. The weather vane on top of the building has shifted, and the black iron crow points west. And once you open the door, the apartment is in complete shambles. It, it's it's clearly been tossed. Mm-hmm. Um, so feel if, like are are you gonna search it? Or are you gonna look around? Do you wanna check out some of the other rooms? I'm going to my my first instinct is to check the other rooms to make sure no one is lurking in here. Mm-hmm. It is completely empty. Uh, there's not too much of interest in the bedroom it's just it's 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 also been tossed but it's it's pretty much all clothes and all just kind of simple merchant's clothes um obviously if one of you wants like a slightly nicer cloak you can grab one (laughs) but they do smell of pekinese so they're 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 very dog scented never mind (laughs) i respect dogs but i don't smell like one (laughs) uh past that all that's really in here is a small kind of like galley kitchen type situation um, and there's, there's an outhouse out back, but that's about it. Okay. I'm going to just search through and see if there's anything of interest in, in the tossed stuff. Okay. Yeah. The main room clearly doubles as an office and sitting room. Um, there's a desk kind of near the back and then near the front is a couple of sofas and a table. Uh, there, there were at one point, obviously like vases of flowers all around, uh, but everything's pretty much on the floor now or, you know, piled on the desk or the table. Um, so if you want to give me a, a search roll uh, with wisdom as the stat. 23. You're incredibly good at this. <laughs> Apparently. All right. So in, in the back of one of the drawers, uh, kind of under a slip of paper that someone clearly just missed, uh, you find an ornate gold signet ring with an intricate seal. You don't immediately recognize it. Mm. Um, and if you give me one more check. Same same check. Okay. Although 23, I'll just give it to you, but whatever. Uh, that one's a 16. Okay. Uh, so under a pile of coats that were knocked off a coat rack, coats and cloaks, uh, clearly Pekingese is not suited for this climate. He had a lot of coats. Um, mm. <laughs> you find a torn shipping manifest. Um, in, in there is a picture of the ring seal and it's labeled golden Labrador. Uh, there's also a lot of charts, tables, and notes in the manifest, several of which mention Houghton as a base of operations. There's nothing else of interest here aside from a pouch containing a few plastic coins, which you may take if you would like, but it's up to you if you want to seal from a dead duck. Um, I, yeah. I'll definitely steal from a dead dog. Okay. Fuck you, yeah, dog. steal from a dog. You can add a few <laughs> plastic coins to your thing. So if you had uh, a few before, now you can have some. Oh, man. I got some plastic coins. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't quite merit going to many. But I mean, if you're trying to figure out who killed this guy now, because this whole adventure has taken a turn, maybe you could just consider him funding your uh, mission from the afterlife. There you go. Retroactively hiring us. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've you have decided that he has hired you. Um. All right. 
too bad I can't just raise his body from the dead and ask him questions. Right. Not that powerful yet. So that is pretty much all there is to be found in there. Anything else is just small and sundry items. So at this point... Hey. Hmm. Uh, Impey. Yes. Do you know anything about La- Labrador? Uh, I, I know some members of the family. Does Do you recognize this ring? Do I recognize that ring? Uh, would it be a no history, I guess? No history intelligence check. Uh, three. <laughs> uh, yes, that is a beautiful ring. <laughs> you have never met a member of the Golden Labrador family. You have met members of the Labrador family. Right. Um, this is clearly a an, an, an offshoot with whom you are not familiar. Or all dogs look alike to you. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is that is that is a, a beautiful, beautiful ring. But that, that is all you know about it. Interesting. Well, there's also the shipping manifest. I think something was definitely going on with this dog. I would hope so, given that he is now dead. Well, I mean, he could have just been mugged in the street. But his possessions were left behind. Were they, though? Because I feel like somebody definitely came into this house or this apartment to look for his shit. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so so they killed him, took his key, came here, unlocked the door, threw everything all over the place, came back, locked the door again, went back to the body, and left the key back there in case he needed it. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> I completely believe that. <laughs> it's you what would. I would do. <laughs> I don't think either of you would be very good thieves, but okay. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if if what does the shipping thing say? It's it's got a lot of of charts and tables that don't quite make sense to you. They're clearly in some kind of either shorthand or or code that only he understood. The fact that it's encoded is weird, though, mm-hmm. um, because generally you would just write them in the language that everybody speaks because it's just a shipping manifest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are a few notes in the margins. A, a, a lot of which mentioned Houghton as kind of the base of operations, take it back to the base in Houghton. You don't know why he didn't encode those quite so well. Maybe he assumed that nobody would ever read it. Um, or maybe somebody else wrote those notes who wasn't as smart as he was. Should we find a sailor to tell us what this means? It's more of a merchant code. It's not really like a sailor thing. Should we find a merchant <laughs> tell us what this means. Um, that might be helpful. Next question. Do you know any merchants? Um, well, I'm a cat of the world, so yes. Excellent. Sure. Let's go do that. It is getting late at night, but you know that you have a couple of folks in the kind of... It's not It's not the, the actual gray souk, but it's kind of that sort of area for, mm-hmm. for this. You know what? You know some shadier merchants, and at least a couple of everyday ones who may not be at their shops right now because it's you know after dinner time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you leave the apartment, you notice that it has started to rain, and you both hear kind of a slippery smacking sound coming from the darkness. The courtyard is fenced in, as I said before. You had to go through an mm-hmm. iron gate to get in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you come around the corner, you. Uh, are faced with a trio of zombies who have oh, risen risen from the mud while you were inside. Oh. That is definitely not normal. Well, I mean, for your definition of normal. 
That is definitely not normal for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Initiative. We're going to do initiative. Yep. 21. You're probably going first. I am made of dexterity. You are going first and nothing else matters. There are three zombies. Okay. Um, at a glance, I assume that these are not people who are going to be willing to talk. Uh, no, they they seem to be of the shuffling moaning variety, uh, not the talk to you variety. Right. Okay. If you do try, I mean, you you, you can try to talk to them. Uh, no. Nah, nah. I mean, pretty much that 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 is the sound they were gonna make. So yeah. Uh, no, it was more you said zombies. I just didn't know if that was more for our edification or if the characters would recognize. Oh, yep, that's undead. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think you would at least have heard stories about undead if you're an adventurer. Okay. If you're both like wandering around cat of the world type people. Then I'm going to uh, unleash my claws to change my damage from bludgeoning to slashing and uh, slash. Good job. Go ahead and roll the attack. Total of a 20 on my paw attack. I think you hit it. And because I have martial arts, that changes my damage to 1 die 6 plus 3. Nice, Full nice. of 6 slashing damage. Okay, yeah. Uh, the one that you hit, which we're going to say is the rightmost one. Okay. Uh, definitely, like, looks a little rough. I think you took an arm off. Oh. Uh, like, rotting, rotting gross arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are all zombie cats as well, just to clarify. Okay. So, yeah, just kind of just use my claws and a strike attack to kind of, like, like knife, knife paw with the claws out, just gonna, you know, rip that arm off. Yeah, pretty and then much. be like, ha ha! And then like, oh my god, there's an arm in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who you want to pass it to? Uh, oh geez, with three, with two characters, this is really tricky. Um, you also I, can try I, to escape if you decide you want to do that. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm punching a zombie. This is great. Uh, <laughs> I'll let Daniel's character go. All right, Mephisto. <clears throat> I am going to Eldritch Blast the uh, the zombie that Impey, uh attacked. Okay. And hopefully finish it off. Okay. This is force damage. And this is, this is one where you just roll damage? Or you need to roll... I need to spell? roll the hit. Okay, yeah, so I yeah. thought. Yeah. There are some but like... zombies like, have like, resistances and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 11. Oh, it's dead. You, oh, I, no, that's to I mean, hit. It, oh, sorry. 11 to hit. I apologize. Oh, yeah. No, no. For some reason, I thought you were doing real well. Uh, it you, was. You, you actually and then we don't got the combat. It. <laughs> you don't hit it. It, it, was, it was a little too dark, and they're a little too far away. Okay. Do we have fortune to spend? Yes. Yeah, uh, yes, because you all start with two in the fortune bowl, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you, you, you do have two fortune if you want to reroll. I'm okay if you want to. Okay. It's Let a me... one shot. Use all the yeah. fortune you can. Well, I generate fortune if I fail, right? Or no? You generate fortune if you fail and it ties into your personality traits. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you fail because you were running away from the unseen, yeah. that would make sense. Right. Like if I get into a fight over my head because I think I'm great, then I would get fortune. Uh, my reroll was even worse. <laughs> okay. Excellent. We'll not take that one. So you still do not hit it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then you've got three zombies. So the one in the middle is going to turn to where you are uh impe okay and just do it slam attack because that's the attack it has uh, it has rolled a 22 to hit you i'm pretty sure that hits yes <laughs> 
However, I rolled a one on the damage die, so three bludgeoning. I will accept that. So yeah, it it, it 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 goes to like hit you, but it more kind of just like shoulder checks you. <laughs> they're <laughs> they are not very dexterous, um, to say the least. And the other one, which I'm going to say was a little too far away from you, um, Fisto is just shuffling toward you. Okay. So they spend their entire turn doing movement. All right. I'm like scrawling this on a post-it note. It's fun. Um, so it's back around to Impe. Okay. Uh, so they, can, they choose who goes next. Do you want me to go first? Uh, I think they're actually going to choose Mephisto to go first. Okay. Oh, boy. Thank you for, for pointing out the popcorn initiative also applied to me. Yep. Um, so yeah, zombie number one, who was the one going toward Mephisto, was choosing Mephisto. Okay. Then I'm going to, this thing is too close to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not quite in melee range. It's, it's maybe yeah. five or ten feet away. Yeah, but I'm going to back up. I'm gonna So I'm going to move back and then try to Eldritch Blast it again. Sure. How far back are you moving? Um, well, I can move 30 feet, right? Yep. The 30 feet. All right. This time he's not getting any freaking where near you. And Pay's going, we got him. We got him in the ropes. Where, where are you going, Mephisto? <laughs> <laughs> away. Away from this thing. Okay. Uh, does a 12 hit? Yes. Also, I just realized that an 11 should have hit, and I was looking at the wrong thing, so I will give you two damage on this one. Oh, okay. Because I messed up, and that's okay. It happens. You can roll your damage twice, because you actually hit it twice. Well, you could roll damage on this one and on the one you hit before. Okay. So on this one uh, is a seven damage. Oh, okay. Perfect. It's, 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 it's about as hurt as, you know, the one that Impey was dealing with. And then the one that I attacked earlier was three damage. Okay, so that one's looking real rough now. Uh, Mephisto definitely took like a leg out, just kind of hopping, flailing its arms at you, or it's 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 one arm. <laughs> uh, and who goes next, Mephisto? Uh, Impe. I'm just double checking something really quick. Go for it. Uh, okay. Um, I had forgotten to do this last time, but uh, next time I remember if I if my attack is success, I can attack again. Oh, like, nice. I think there's something else, but I just had to remember what it was. Yeah, because you're like basically like a monk, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. I was like, I knew we'd have a second attack. But anyway, that's fine. I missed it last time. Um, 14 to hit. That hits. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll a second attack now and then I'll roll damage all at once. Uh, okay. Are you, are you going to save your second attack for the other character? Oh, that's fair. That's zombie, fair. if you want. Uh, actually, let me, let me double check that real quick. Um, uh, oh, yeah, attack of the same kind as bonus action. doesn't specify just the character. So, yeah, yep. let me do one first. So the one I've been already hitting on. Uh, uh, hitting on? Yes. Ooh, baby. Hey, hey zombie. Ooh, baby. <laughs> uh, so four points of slashing damage on the one that I ripped the arm off before. It's down. Okay. It has, it has collapsed into a, 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 a pile of bones and flesh. So then I'll use the momentum from that attack to spin around and attack the one that is shuffling after Mephisto. Okay, wonderful. Um, that is a 23, gonna... which I assume hits. <laughs> no, actually, it just got a really good set of armor all of a sudden. Yeah, no, no, that 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 hits. It grows like three times the size all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, okay, so eight more slashing damage. So that one's also down, so there's one left, and it is probably five feet from you, Impey. You kind of okay, went past where it was. Is um, there one left available to attack, so. Yes, there's, there's, there, there's one left, and it is very far away from Mephisto. Okay. Good. Okay, so you're passing it to me, I'm assuming, yep. since I'm the only option. Yes. Uh, this, this zombie's going to step forward and attack you, because that's okay. what zombies do. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that a seven is going to hit you. Turns out no. Uh, okay, so it is. It is. It, it's not very smart, but maybe it's a little shaken because of uh, all of its friends going down. Uh, so it, it definitely also falls apart and is 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 unhappy. It's it's not dead. It's just unhappy. Unhappy. <laughs> so it's bad at hitting things now. Mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna pass it back to Impey since you're in in melee with this one. Okay. Um. Then I'm going to uh and art this one as well. Okay. Uh, 13, that hits. Yes. That's nine points of slashing. It's it's rough. Then I'll use that bonus action to follow up on it. All right. 23 for <laughs> another four points of slashing. That's exactly what you needed to kill it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So uh, Impe has fucked up some zombies in a really hardcore way. <laughs> just, just paws are covered in like Iker and goo. In, in, in goo, yeah. yeah. Um, Ew. It's, it, it's hard to tell at first, but as you look down at them now that they're prone, uh, you can see that you're closer to it, that it has perfectly patterned spots, which is not a very common fur pattern in the monarchies. Just hmm. so you know. So now that they're all defeated, they do crumble into a fine black dust, uh, and the rain's just washing away any trail that they've made. So they're just they're just kind of there for right now. Do these spot patterns look similar to the patterns we saw on the class we saw earlier? Maybe a little, yeah. <laughs> I will point to the now muddy thing and then point to the clasp and smile like I figured something out. Mephisto, do you react to that? I'm just going to say they're the same, aren't they? Yes! <laughs> you are almost as smart as I am, Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I don't know um, what that means. <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure it out, though. I mean, we're great heroes. I'm, naturally, we'll come into the, the answer to this strange mystery. Mm-hmm. So it's up to what you want to do now. Um, you have options of going to update Hook. You have options of going to talk to a merchant. You have options of just getting the fuck out of here. You have any option you can think of, really. So what do would you like to do? Do talk to the merchant first, or do you want to give Hook an update? Um, Let's... I... <sighs> Let's go talk to a merchant because I'm not sure exactly what we're going to tell Hook other than he's dead, which isn't really what he asked us to find out. True. But I could tell him how I killed three zombies and that would be fun. You you could tell him that, but it doesn't explain why the zombies showed up. Because they're bad guys and we're heroes. It, right. I guess. <laughs> Not not exactly um, what I would expect coming out of apartment buildings in the middle of town. True. Okay, we, we can tell him after we talk to the merchant. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you know that it, it's late enough that you probably won't find anybody at a more reputable shop at this time of day. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So you do go to the more kind of gray market area uh, of, of Kalen? Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you, you see a jewelry merchant that, that you kind of know. You don't buy a lot from them, but you like to browse. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so you can go up to her. Her name is uh, Minnie. All right. Uh, hi, Minnie. Uh, oh, hi, Mephisto. Here to touch everything again. No, actually, I have a... Oh, 
question for you. Okay. You, you you may touch whatever you like, but if you break it, you owe me money. Okay. 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 He's <laughs> just touching things. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, are you first? I'm going to ask you: Are you familiar with the Golden Labrador? Uh, not really. No. Is that? I'm assuming that's some kind of dog family. I I assume so as well. Okay. Uh, no, I, I I can't say I'm acquainted with very many dogs, honestly. Mm. They don't come to this part of the market as often. Right. Um, this, I have a question about a, sh- a shipping manifest that I okay. found. Oh, okay. Um, it's in some kind of coded language that I assume that merchants use. And hmm. I was wondering if you maybe recognize it. Okay. Um, here. And she, she, she holds out her paws. Yeah, I hand her the the manifest. Okay, so she kind of looks at it. She she furrows her brows for a, a minute or two. She she flips a few pages, and she she says, "I can tell that they're showing different routes to and from the monarchies from Houghton. It looks like, but this must be some kind of secret code or dog code." See, and she like pulls out a receipt. Mm-hmm. from under her table and she shows you she looks she's like this is what kind of your your basic universal merchant code looks like and it's it's a lot more like flowy and squiggly and looks more kind of like handwriting mm-hmm. and what you're lo- looking at in the manifest is more like sticks and dots and mm-hmm. they don't really look alike at all um so she can't really tell you what's going on with it aside from tracing a few of the tables and maps and looking at like timetables but past past that she can't tell you what they're referring to Okay. Are you finished touching things, Impey? I will I will point someone's like, do these six gems go with the golden glove or are they separate? <laughs> you would have to have a lot of plastic to afford those, my dear. Oh, I, I don't have any plastic. I put them all down. <laughs> okay, yes. Please, please put down the stones and the glove. Thank you. And also that orb I see that you picked up. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's very pretty. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um... Unfortunately, um, oh, hmm. Do you recognize this ring? It looks like a signet from one of the noble or mer- mercantile dog houses, perhaps. They they use these to seal envelopes and things often. Kind mm-hmm. of like some of our heads of household do with their wax seals. I see. But... And she like checks it against the shipping manifest that had the picture, and she's like, "But I'm 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 so sorry. I'm I'm still not familiar with a, a golden Labrador family." Hmm. All right. Well, then, thank you for what information you could give me. Hmm? I appreciate it. And this 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 does seem to confirm that they are somehow related to the the nobility in Bugmire. They wouldn't have had such a ring otherwise, unless they have since fallen out of favor. Interesting. Not bad. Well, then I, uh, I appreciate what you could tell me about this. It was um, wonderful seeing you, Mephisto. It was good seeing you as well. Goodbye. She kind of looks Impe up and down to make sure he didn't like take anything. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, no, she's just not sure. <laughs> right, sure. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I read as thief, but have zero sneak skill. Yeah, exactly. But she waves you on your way. Okay. Um, I guess now it's time to go talk to Hook. Uh, and tell thinking. him what we've learned. It's a great idea I had. Let's go it do that. It's a, it a great <laughs> idea you had. Every time you say that, I think of the, you made this? I made this <laughs> meme. 
Right. <laughs> All right, cool. So y'all make your way back to the cat's cradle, mm-hmm. uh, which is the pub where you originally were kind of hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. It's 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 pretty late at night, but this is you 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 really like this is a a nice safe place to hang out now. Uh, Hook is still there. He he like as as you sit at his table, he goes, "Well, it's been an eventful night, huh? Why don't you tell me what's yes. been going on?" Yes. Um, uh, Impey will start to launch into a elaborate recitation of uh, his fight with the uh, um, zombies, assuming that Mephisto cuts him off and gets the actual interesting information. Once I realize that what you're talking about is the zombie fight, I'm going to say, oh, that's so immaterial to what's actually going on. (laughs) There were zombies in Korat? Three of them in someone's yard. Mm. Well, it sounds like you contained the threat at least. Ripped some threads. Uh, Mephisto, can you tell me more about what has been going on tonight? Well, we found your your target dead. Oh gosh. And we went to his home. Uh, because his keys were still on the, with him. Okay. And we found it ransacked. Do you think they were planted so that they could attack you with zombies? Possibly. Ooh, yes. Hmm. We are well known as glorious heroes. Well, attack whoever found them. I didn't mean you specifically. Why wouldn't it be me specifically? Uh, okay, fine. Me. It was you specifically, Empe. Excellent. <sighs> yes. I I think that that might have been the plan. Uh, mm-hmm. We... We did find something, though, in the wreckage of the apartment. Okay. Which is uh, this. And I'm going to show him the shipping manifest in the ring. It's a code. Oh, a code, is it? Yes. Uh, and Hook, Hook kind of thumbs through it. Um, can you both make me a wisdom check uh, with sense motive, if you have it? I do not. But I have rolled a nine. <laughs> Let me guess. Uh, Twenty-one. Oh, that was not what I was going to guess. No, I it was like I, a one. It's like the guy seemed legit. No, no, I I do really well when it's not combat. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so you notice that since you talked to him a few hours ago, he seems much more serious than he was then. Like he he seems like he's very earnest about this at this point, and he really wants this solved. Okay. Um. So. He looks at everything. He kind of says the same thing as as the uh, as 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 many did, where he doesn't really, he can't really make he- like heads nor tails of the actual code itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he says, uh, well, 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 you've been digging into Conroy. I've been trying to get a lead on his contacts in Korat. I haven't been able to track down exactly whom he's making orders for, but I have uncovered this. And he puts a little leather pouch filled with kind of a, a dark, almost black soil. On the table, and it tells you that it's a kind of dirt that can only be found far to the north. Uh, it's it's used as part of some powerful necromancy spells, and I'm told this is one of the things Conroy was shipping back to Houndon. Dirt, dirt that can raise the dead, dead, dead raising dirt. Oh, but the, but the, the, the dead we saw were also in dirt. That is an excellent connection you have made, young Rex. Yes. <laughs> They did turn into dirt when they died. That is also true. If they're already attacking within the monarchies, then I don't want to know what he's planning back in Houghton. Could I send you 
there to continue your investigation. Oh, can we mean, I mean, I suppose, I guess. I suppose. I will pay your way. And he puts a, a, a pouch of plastic on the table. I will lean to Mephisto and again, like, stage whisper very loudly. I like dogs. <laughs> well, that's, it's, you're the perfect choice to send to Houndton then, young Rex. How did you know? Because my ears work perfectly well. Mm. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be a cat? Good at keeping secrets and all that? I am one of those things, yes. Hmm. All right. Uh, so yeah, so there's two ways to go. We're going to skip travel because this is not a long session. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you random encounters uh, during travel. But More zombies. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> however, do you want to go overland or oversea? Uh, overland over goes through the Fearful Forest. Oh. Oversea goes over the Acid Sea, obviously. It lands you in Waterdog Port. Houghton is, of course, kind of right between Pugmire and Waterdog Port. Um, I'm going to... Man, both of those sound scary. Oh, yeah. Uh, both very scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go oversee. That sounds good. All right. I'm going to skip the scene, like I said, but were we playing the full adventure, you would be attacked by pirates, little little mouse pirates. Yeah, hey, hey, pirates. <laughs> because that's fun. But we defeat um, them handily. <laughs> Uh, either way, okay, so the, the, the ship continues on to Waterdog Port, and then you can walk to Houndton without incident or hire steeds, however you would like to go. It is not very important. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. So now that you've arrived in Houghton, uh, you can start asking around. You can see if you can see anything that looks familiar. You can kind of, you know, what 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 do you want to do now that you've gotten to Houghton? Um, it is very it is probably mostly unfamiliar to both of you. I'm not opposed to you having been here before, but probably not for a long time. And you probably didn't stay very long. There aren't a lot of cats in Houghton. You know, I probably did like wander through here at some point. Uh, hence the name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the first thing is is unless um, Mephisto has better ideas, is kind of just look around and see if we could find any signs on buildings that look like the thing on the ring we have. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. Um, you're not seeing a whole lot, and you're starting to get strange looks from some of the other denizens of Houghton as you walk around, kind of trying not to show off that you have the ring, but looking at all the buildings in a casing manner. <laughs> Fair. Um, I will wave at the dogs. Oh my god. Okay. They, they, they kind of half-heartedly wave and then turn and go about their business. Kind of okay. give you a suspicious look, like, okay, weird. Cats are fucking weird. Yes, right. yes, cats are weird. Please ignore us. <laughs> being weird cats. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I, they're, 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 they're okay chalking it up to that for the most part. They're just like, ah, oh, cats are... Have they not seen houses before? Like, all right. But as you're walking around... A, a, a small dog, a, 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 a dachshund, it looks like, maybe, or at least part dachshund, mm-hmm. uh, approaches you. His, his tail's kind of between his legs. He's, he's, he's not, he's scared. He's very clearly mm. scared. Um, and he, he kind of, like, gestures at you to, like, come down to his level and steps over into a shadow. I will do that. Hi. Hello. 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 Are you looking for the golden Labradors? Yes. 
How did you know? I, I'm low to the ground, and at one point when you opened your pouch to look at your rig, I, I, I saw it. And also, you're not going to find any trace of them out in the open right here. Um, but you want to go to Great Greyhounton? It's, it's the most eastern of, of these towns. Um, and, and, and go to the warehouse district. Um, and also, please forget you ever saw me, because uh, I do not want to be killed. And then he kind of runs away. Okay. I have forgotten him. <laughs> you have like a poor little like street street urchin dog. <laughs> I just imagine like a telltale games. It's like, you know, uh Impey will not remember that across the screen. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh anyway, yes, so yes, let's go to the uh, docks. Well the 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 warehouse district, which is not quite or, yeah, the sorry. Docks. Sorry, yes, but yeah, the, the docks are not on water. Yes, 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 the land docks. <laughs> the, the, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I have an intelligence of eight. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's okay. I'm going to give you a fortune for that because that was funny. A two fortunable. All, All right. right. So, as you kind of you know meander through the city, you see the glowing lights of an evening festival going on. Uh, so you can hear some some wonderful drum music kind of thumping a beat. Mm-hmm. As you weave deeper into the city, you see the edge of a large building ahead. It appears to be the warehouse that you were looking for, at least the warehouse district, but you're not quite sure yet. Uh, okay. But there is a meeting of dogs happening right now, you can see from a distance. Mm-hmm. It's a slightly rough-looking crowd. Uh, some clearly have more money than others. Although those, those who have fewer jewels and stylish ruffs have the beef and brawn of dogs who might actually work the warehouse. Um, and then two older dogs are hugging. One is dressed in fine clothes and the other in a canvas apron. And he has a small gold star up into his apron. They must be brothers. They're very, very, they, they look very alike. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 15 dogs in the main area of the warehouse that you can see just kind of out, out in there. Um, so it is up to you how, how close you want to get. They are going into the warehouse as you approach. Um, Impey is going to sneak as he approaches, and because I have zero sneak skill, what that means is he's going to crouch slightly as he's he going, walks towards. He's going to roll dexterity. Is what he's going to do. Well, right, yes, but <laughs> um, I, I have, I have a total of five. You are not sneaking as of right now. However, they have not noticed you yet. Would Mephisto like to sneak closer? Preferably away from Impey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like on the other side. Of where Impey is headed. Okay, dex check with uh, stealth if you got it. Eight. Eight? Eight. Okay, it's a good thing that their backs are all t- towards you right now. Neither <laughs> <laughs> of us are good at this. No. You're so good. Uh, that that said, you're both a little lucky because they're clearly involved in whatever is going on inside the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And while one of them does kind of check around at the doorway, uh, they do eventually all go inside. They don't leave a guard outside. Um, okay. they might not be the smartest dogs ever um, so you can get up to the edge of the doorway and peer in Okay. Uh, once you peer in you do see all of them kind of h- hanging around inside mostly in a circle and you see a, an, another young dog who looks like the rest of the golden L- L- Labradors uh, tied up with several others to the side of the open space so there are a few dogs who are tied up hmm. as you're watching you, you can watch in the edge of the doorway or through a window um, you see a dog with gleaming golden fur walk into the warehouse from a back door with her chin held high, and mm-hmm. a small entourage of cats in tow. 
Uh-oh. Uh, she's pretty tall for a dog, um, over six feet. And she's wearing a set of blood red robes covered in intricate embroidery. The cats with her are wearing dark purple robes. Um, I'm going to detect magic. I'm going to cast detect magic. Okay. Which lets me see if people are so magic, the unseen, and if characters are under unseen influence within 30 feet of me. Okay. I'm going to pause for one second and read ahead. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> are, you, are you providing hold music for us, Eddie? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you got to look something up. Take a second. Uh, so you can tell they're casters, but there's nobody who's like possessed by the unseen. There aren't unseen just hanging out in there, uh, which okay. is good because you're less scared than you would be otherwise. Right. Um, I would like you, as you're looking through the window, both of you, uh, can make a wisdom check with either no arcana or no history if you have one or the other. I have neither. Well, you can just make a wisdom six. check. You don't know what the hell's going on. I, what is up with my dice today? I have an 11. Okay. So you have, through some of your studies, uh, especially through your scholarship, uh, studied a few kind of cults and conspiracy theories. Um, and this is the cats and the dog in charge here. Uh, are, are members of a cult that a lot of people thought was eradicated a long time ago called the Consistory. Their members believe the old ones were destroyed by dogs and cats. Um, so they are they are very strange. They are necromancers. They are trying to essentially eventually revive the old ones through necromancy because they believe that it is essentially the the sin of the uplifted species that killed the old ones, not something else. Hmm. Um, and as you're watching, uh, they they start rolling a couple of dead folks out of storage lockers, and you see Sandy pick up some of that black dirt as as Sandy makes more zombies. Sorry, Sandy's the dog in the red. I shouldn't I should have said her name yet, but whatever. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so she is raising a few things as zombies. It's a it's a it's a weird necromantic ritual. I will kind of look at Mephisto and kind of nod my head towards it like a, do we go in? There are like 15 dogs in there, and now there's six cats and zombies. Uh, Dixie, I recognize, and I appreciate the numbers. It does not change yet a single thing of what my character does. Uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I, Mephisto, like, gives you, gives and pay this look that's just like, are, are you, you fucking kidding high? me? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me right now? And sh- and just sh- shakes her head like, no, oh. we are not going in there. Fine. Okay, so if you're still watching through the window, listening through a little crack there, uh, you do see that after the the kind of ritual looking thing where the lead dog uh, raised raised a few zombies, um, most of the other dogs leave. So it's just it's now it's Sandy, it's the six cats, um, and the dogs who are tied up. She kind of looms over the one who's tied up. Uh, along with the other ones who are who are with them, but there's that there's clearly one central figure that she's directing her speech to, and she just mocks him openly. She is she is doing her evil villain speech because of course you do an evil villain speech, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, thank goodness I discovered you, Tyler. You could have put our plans into disarray. The consistory would not have appreciated such a faux pas, now would they? Our spotted friends from the Shadow Block." would have been particularly miffed with me. You were a foolish dog with your belief that man loved us. They hated us and the cats. They hated all the beings. 
It was us who overthrew them and took our world back. And soon we will strike at the heart of the monarchies. Right now, our assassins are en route to strike. Conroy was just the start, and you'll take the fall for us. <laughs> More vigorous pointing. She starts stalking away toward the back door, r- ranting about how they're going to sacrifice him when the sun rises. They're going to pin the blame on him. And uh, she and the cats leave with her zombies. So it's just the dogs tied up. Yes, it is. Should... Even more vigorous pointing. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> is the door that we're by unlocked? Mm-hmm. I will, I will carefully slide in. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're dogs. They're tied up in an empty warehouse that has some weird dirt on the ground where there were zombies earlier. I will kind of put a finger to my lips, walk up to the ropes, and use my claws to... Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, so if you're untying him immediately, he yes. looks at you and he is clearly super grateful. Uh, he says, thank you. Thank you so much for saving me, friend cat. I'm, I'm Tyler. I'm, I'm not like the rest of them. They're, they're my family, but I'm not like them. Can you please get me out of here? I don't yes. know if we can trust this guy. What? He's a dog. Of course we can trust him. I, oh, he's a dog. Of course we can trust him. Yes. No. Thank you. That's not how that works. You just said that was how that works. No, you said that was how that works, and I was mocking you. And you were agreeing with me. Oh, you're mocking me. How did you two know I was here? No, we didn't. Oh. Wait, so, what? Why are you in here saving me, then? Good question. Why are we saving him? Because you were, the, the evil person was mocking you, Ervo. You must be the good person. It's pretty obvious. They were about to kill me in the morning and right. pin the blame on some high-level assassinations in the monarchy. It's on me. See? So we need to stop these high-level assassinations from even happening. That, that would be wonderful, yes. Um, uh, I, can, I can tell you what I know. Please. Yes. Okay, okay. So Sandy usually lives in the monarchies, right? She's, she's holed up in a town called Kaelin. I don't know if you know it. Uh, but once she found... Like, if, 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 if she finds us missing, I bet she's going straight back there. We should probably go first. Um, but that's where she meets with the cats and the consistory. They had, like, a weird relationship with the Von Ossa cat family. Uh, they okay. are the ones who, they're, 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 they're all spotted. You don't see many of them around. Uh, but they're the ones who are within the shadow block, but they're, mo- they're loyal to the cult, not, not, not to the monarchies. Um, uh, they're, they're, they act like a lot of dogs do. They're kind of straightforward, and they'll stab somebody for looking at them wrong. Uh, less cat-like than most cats I know. Anyway, I keep finding shipments of these zombies, and they're disgusting, and Sandy wants to make a lot of them, and uh, Conroy is the first one to die in a plot to kill a lot of cats. Um, we should we should go. I have an address to the warehouse in Caitlin. I will look at Mephisto with a huge, I told you so, shading grin. I don't know if we can trust this guy. What? Come on, he just told us everything. You can give me a sense motive. Sure. I will not. <laughs> Is that wisdom? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, that's an eight. <laughs> as, as, as far as you can both tell, uh, he is very legitimately scared and was about to be killed. Um, the, the, but most of the other dogs that, that were tied up have, have either kind of nodded or they have just run off into the dark, like clearly trying to get away from there. I'm having a hard time trusting him, but for Impe's sake, I will 
and will go along with this in in hopes that he is at least telling the truth. Thank you. All right. You've made it back to Kaylin in record time. Uh, the city is filled <laughs> with more of that. Well, I, I could run the travel, but I'm not gonna. Uh, right, the city no. is filled with that dense, wretched fog again. I, I just imagine it's—I imagine it's like a, a montage of like you know beating up pirates and then attacking a giant monster and camping and then someone over there. <laughs> There's actually something that I like about this, this, this adventure a lot is that because there are two ways to get to your destinations, mm. you can run both the travel scenes if you want to extend it. Oh yeah, true. Right, true. So you can go by boat one time and then by forest the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of fun. Um, anyway, so. You were you were looking for Hook, but he you haven't seen him. No one's seen him actually in, in a little while, oh. uh, which is not great. T- Tyler does tell you that most zombies aren't freshly killed, but you can assume that's always true. They usually like dig out bodies more than they kill people to make them into zombies. Right. And as you step on the street to head for the Asakat warehouse, you, you you notice a slight figure standing on a street corner a couple blocks away, lingering and staring after you. A streetlight illuminates the figure, who is wearing a tailored overcoat with a wide-brimmed hat pulled down tightly over their head, concealing their features. The fog shifts around, but if you move toward the figure, they can see you well enough to begin to quickly retreat into the mists. I will chase after them. No, no. Wait. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, I'm going to call to them. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, who are you and what do you want? They start to kind of back away, right? And then they they, they, they look at you two, and uh, Tyler is, is still accompanying you to make sure this all happens. Sure, right. Um, and so sh- she... She, you can tell she now she does come c- come forward um and she's like she's like i'm i'm satari von osaket and oh. she's, she's 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 speaking very quietly to you she goes i was i was adopted into the family as a kitten and i don't want to support what they're doing but i also don't want to see my whole family hurt i'm I, i'm the one that hired hook and you can see now too based on her code that she's the one who was fleeing the scene at the apartment before right and um does this belong to you? Oh, um, I think that actually belongs to my sister. Do you, that's, oh my gosh, that's, that's, oh no. So she, she like, you know, kind of says like, that she, she wanted Hook to discover Hugo Conroy and then take it out on the Golden Labradors since they're the ones that are pushing this. Mm-hmm. Like, the Ossicats do believe in the consistory, but they want to be in charge of the monarchy. They don't want to destroy the world. She, she 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 tells you that Hook is in the Ossicat office and that he has been taken there by her family. Uh, so he's been taken. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we need to save him. Yes. We also need to stop these assassinations. Yes. So probably be able to kill two birds with one stone by going to the Ossicat office. Are there birds there? It's a turn of phrase. Okay. Got it. Okay. There may be birds there. I don't know. If I see them, I will kill them. What? We don't... We're not murdering birds right now, okay? <laughs> so many qualifications. <laughs> okay, so we're doing there. We're not going to murder any birds. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she says that she does not have a key to the office, so you'll have to find your own way in. Okay. Um, but past that, she does direct you there. She does not go with you. She says, I, I have to get to the warehouse and stop my family. I, I, okay. I, I have to. And so she starts going off toward the Osicat warehouse. Okay. So she's who hired Hook, but she thinks her sister is involved in the necromantic side of things. Possibly. At least I do. Mm-hmm. Because she says that the pen that we showed her belonged to her sister. And we found that pen right before we were attacked by zombies. Zombies. Mm-hmm. 
So sucks to be her. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That's Because <how> <laughs> if I find her sister, I'm not going to be keen on you tried to kill us with zombies. Yep. Bird <laughs> or no bird. Yes. Yes. So um, let's go to the office. Is Tyler still with us? Mm-hmm. Wearing a wearing a cloak and a hood and trying to walk as cat like as possible. <laughs> Fantastic. A very tall cat, just a, a, an extremely tall cat. Yes. If anybody asks, he's a Maine Coon. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> so we need to get into the office on our own. Yes. Um, I hate to say this, but I think that we're not good at sneaking, so we're just going to have to bust our way up in there. Okay. All right. I'm good at climbing. We'll see if we need to climb. Okay. You've, as as you're approaching the office, you start hearing that same moaning, shuffling sound from earlier. Uh-huh. Only 10 or 20 fold. And as you turn the street she directed you down, there's just a horde of zombies standing in your way. There's no there's way to way fight There's way too many them. zombies. Mm-hmm. And as you look behind you, there's mm-hmm. another horde of zombies. Um, and you realize that you are trapped between them. This is a narratively uncomfortable number of zombies. This is a very overwhelming number of zombies. However, as they surround you, they knock you unconscious rather than okay. eat you. Okay. And then, as you slowly awaken, you realize that your arms are tied behind you. Mm-hmm. You're back to back with one another, chained to a central pole that connects everyone's bonds. You're groggy, and at first it's hard to see, but slowly the room slides into focus. A large brazier a few feet away throws shadows off of distant vaulted ceilings and illuminates six mansers, you can now tell, in deep purple robes who stand on a raised golden dais. Oh, look, I just found a fucking typo in this book. Great. <laughs> Sandy Golden Labrador <laughs> lingers directly behind you. Uh, and a tall, sleek, father member of the Ossacat family accompanies her. Your weapons are in a small pile close by if you had any, but they're slightly out of reach. And... Uh, I think Hook is also tied up with you. Yes. So you are all together again, at least. And Sandy says, oh, little kittens, you thought you could get away with thwarting the plans we've been building for centuries? How little you understand. Also, yes. (laughs) A little chance you have of stopping us. Uh, Liam, my love, and she takes the uh, spotted cat's arm. Let's let's take care of these cats and be done with things, shall we? Liam says, (laughs) yes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you are you puking at the thought of interspecies dating? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this must be a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you can both make, let's say, search checks with wisdom. Oh. For, for what are we? To, to look around and see if there's a way you can get out of your bondage. Okay. Or, or you can try to test the bonds if you want. How, how would you like to try to get away from this? Well, I'll stick around first. You will look around right. first, you said? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I do a look around, and I have a 17. Okay. Uh, do either of you have lockpicking tools on you already? No. No. Okay. You do notice a splinter of metal on the floor if you want to attempt to pick a lock? Uh, I can give it a try. I can also give it a try. Okay, that'll be a dexterity check with larceny if you have it. I do not have that. But I do have dexterity <laughs> for 16. It, it, it takes you a minute, especially because you're using um, 
a, a sliver of metal and not a, a, a legit lockpick, but mm. you do manage to slip the lock. And since you're all kind of chained together, mm-hmm. that's all it takes to get the chain undone. Um, so you have you have saved everybody. <laughs> Hooray! At, at, at least from the terrible thing of being tied up, but you're still in a terrifying cult room. Oh no! Um, <laughs> are the mancers still in here? They are. They are standing kind of behind everything, though. They're clearly not involved right now. Um, and, and you do notice also what 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 was your notice check, Daniel? Oh, two. Okay, so you, you don't notice shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> however, uh, I will I, I will tell you something else later then. Um, so. As as she sees the chain fall, it it kind of clinks. You really can't stop the noise, unfortunately. Uh, the 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 lead dog in the red robe says, "You you think we're going to let you get away with this?" Yes. And all right, uh, <laughs> initiative. You keep asking these questions that have obvious yes no answers. <laughs> to your character, maybe. Right. Well, that's a rhetorical question. I don't understand. Uh, Fourteen. All right. 15. Wow, you go first. Well, unless somebody else was higher. Yeah, so you're going first, uh, Nephisto. And currently, only um, Liam and Sandy are in the fight. The Mansers are are watching. They're they're looking on with uh, kind of a religious fervor, pretty certain that their leaders are about to murder you both. They're the people that are in the background of the fighting stage in yeah. the fighting games. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do, Mephisto? I think yeah. I'm going to, uh, how close are they to me? Uh, I would say they're a good, like, 20 feet away. They're over on the on the dais and you're over by a pole where you were chained up, like a column. Okay. I'm going to move forward. Okay. Like a five foot step. All right. And cast Chaos Spray. Ooh. Which is wow. a fifteen foot cone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they need to both make wisdom saves. Okay. Wisdom saves. Uh, I don't think either of them made their wisdom saves. I forget what it is, but it's eight plus your intelligence plus your proficiency. So thirteen. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, rolled a nine and eleven. That's why I was like, I'm pretty sure they didn't so, do that. So they are anosmic and blind until the and for the rest of the round. Well, they don't like that. <laughs> nope. All right. Do you want to do anything else? Uh, that's it. All right. Who, who, who goes next? Uh, well, um, I'm gonna go ahead and let the dog go. Um, okay. Sandy. Since Sandy, yeah, yeah since uh, she is got some penalties on her, mm-hmm. and That's see fine. what happens. Yep, good plan. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, let's see. She's going to summon two zombies. She's going to attempt to, because even though she's blind, she can still use her dirt. Yeah. However, she did not expect that, so she is fumbling around with it and actually drops the pouch of dirt, um, and and only summons one zombie. As opposed to the two to three she was trying to summon. So there's now also a zombie standing right next to Sandy. Okay. And uh, she is going to pick Liam to go next. Who is the cat next to her. 
Mm -hmm. Um, He is going to step forward and try to attack you, but at disadvantage. (laughs) He's just going off his memory, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I rolled a one. He actually uh, takes a swing at you and falls over on the edge of the dais. Now he is prone. Excellent. He he thought he knew where that step was, but he did not. Um, I don't think he even knows that the zombie's been created, so he is going to pick Imbe. Uh, So, um, Imbe is going to rush towards Sandy uh, and kind of in a rolling attack, Mm -hmm. goes to Go to grab the bag of dirt. Oh, okay. And then throw it to Mephisto. Okay. Okay. How much of that can I actually accomplish and what do I need to roll? Uh I think that you just need to give me do you do you have traverse? I do have traverse. Can you give me a dex and traverse roll? That sounds excellent. Uh that would be a twenty-three. You do that. You exactly <laughs> do that. Um can I get a a Dex roll from Mephisto. Oh boy. 13. You you catch it. Um he yes. he he rolls forward and scoops it up like a freaking baseball player, if you knew what baseball was. Um <laughs> I, I don't think the monarchies have that game. No. Uh and though you don't quite like snatch it out of the air and that, you know, perfect catch, you you do manage to catch it and, and tuck it into your body, and you can, you know, tuck it in your belt real quick so that it's not Spraying dirt everywhere. Sure. I will use a bonus action to go. <laughs> I'm assuming that you can only attack second on your bonus action if your first action was an attack. Correct. Yes. Okay, cool. So you are now standing in front of them. They didn't see you do that, but they did hear you. Yes. And Sandy did not think it was very nice. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, the last person who can go right now is the zombie who will try to attack you in pace since you're right next to it right now. It's fine. I don't think that an eight hits you. No, it does not. So the, the, you were too fast. The zombie's very confused. It, like tried to swing at you when you were first there, but then you were ducking and picking something up and moving around. <laughs> and yeah, the zombie's just like. <laughs> also, it's been alive for all of two seconds, so it's it's it's, it's, it's a bit confused. It's a, yeah. The first five seconds of life have been really rough so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to swing it uh, back to Impe right now. Top of the round. Okay. Um, so g- given that uh, the dog is blind, I'm standing next to, can I reasonably move away without getting attack opportunity? Yes. Okay. Um, I will then flip over to grab my sickle off the floor. Okay. Um, so that's my move action is to go get the sickle and then move back to attack the zombie. Yep. Based on where I have arbitrarily put you on this post-it note, you have plenty of movement to do that. Excellent. <laughs> also, we're getting towards the end, and I just wanted to be cinematic and fun. That's, no, that's perfectly fine. Um, so that's a 23 to hit. And you, who are you hitting? I'm sorry? The zombie? Yes, you definitely hit the zombie. Uh, so it's four points of slashing. Okay. Use my bonus action to follow up. That's a 27. Or not 27, 24. I, I, sure, that makes a big difference. It's going to be accurate in these things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another four points of slashing. I'm going to crap for damage, but... Okay, okay. Um, yeah, eight points of slashing total, just with a sickle. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, you, you definitely take, take some chunks out of it. He's, he's, he's looking a little rough. The, he's, a, he's, a, he's a rough zombie. And then I'll let uh, Mephisto go, because they're still pretty 
have, have they still have positions on them, so I think we can kind of just try to take them out as fast as possible. Yeah. Well, it only lasts for a round. Okay, so they're it, there. It, it lasts until the end of your round or end of their round? I think it's end I of don't yours. know. It just says one round. Um, I'm going to go with end of your round, so as it comes okay. around to your turn, okay. they, they, they start coming out of it. Okay. A little disoriented, though, still. Uh, I am going to Eldritch Blast um, the prone cat. Liam, okay. Yep. You can do that with advantage as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Because he's just chilling on the ground. Okay, so that's a 20. That definitely hits him. Haha, <laughs> one damage. <laughs> do you want to roll for the fortune to re-roll that? No, that's fine. Okay. Minus one. <laughs> okay. And who are you giving it to? Um, I'm going to give it to Liam. Okay. Um, I think that he has to use an action to stand up from prone. That might not be yeah. in Pugmire, but that is in D&D, so I'm going to make that thing. Yeah, you use your move to remove the prone condition. Okay, so he is standing up. And that is his entire turn. Um, he will pass it to Sandy, who is very angry right now. Um, and she's just going to swing at Impey with her dagger. Because she's she's angry now, as I oh, would no. say. Okay, that's awesome. I'm glad I can keep rolling twos and ones and fives. Uh, this is going to be just like a slapstick villain fight at this point. <laughs> yep, uh, she, really she, she tries to swing at you and just is still disoriented. You are too quick at dodging. Um, and just that doesn't even come close. Just kind of whiffs, whiffs right, right past your shoulder. Um, she passes to the zombie, mm-hmm. who once again tries to hit you, and might actually have done it for once. Um, does a seventeen hit you? Oh yeah, it hits me. All right, I get to do a little tiny bit of damage. <laughs> I only have a tiny bit of hit stamina points, so that'll work out well. Yeah, right. Uh, four bludgeoning. Which is still, like, way less than I could do. It's a d6 plus 2. Yeah, but I, I only have 9, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so... It is back around to y'all. Um, and I'm going to give it to you, Mephisto, this time. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to try that thing again. Okay. Hopefully with less... With more impact. The Eldritch Blasty thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend a fortune to reroll my attack. Go for it. Go for it. So I'm pretty sure an eight doesn't hit. It does not. Uh, barely better. A 13. That does hit. Okay. Damage is what? I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Okay. (laughs) This is better. Six. All right. Six damage. All right. So who is next? Uh, I'm going to give it to Impey. Uh, before I go, I just want to kind of uh, bring up, um, since we're, we're getting low on time, um, it seems like we know the trend of where this combat's going. Do we want mm-hmm. to just narrate the rest? Or I'm fine with the keep going, but I just wanted to bring it up as an option. Yeah, yeah. If, 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 if y'all want to just kind of narrate out the end of this, since we are at about an hour and a half. Because it seems uh, like we're generally doing really well, and they're generally not. So it seems like we can have to take the statistical average and just kind of figure out where the fight's going. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can do that. So. If that works for all of y'all, especially if we're getting yeah. near the end. And this is something that you can also do in a session if you want at home. If you like are getting tired and need to go but want to wrap up a chapter real quick. You don't have to roll dice all the time. Absolutely. It can be fun. You don't have to do it. Um, so, what happens? There's a bit of back and forth 
some blows are traded as one of the mancers behind them uh, actually starts attacking them from behind. Oh. And her, 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 her five other friends pr- pretty much scatter once they realize that Sandy and Liam are going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you take out the zombie handily. And the one who has started attacking them from behind, you realize looks exactly like the the cat you were talking to before, Sadari, who is also behind you and, and, and has joined the fight at this point. Oh. Uh, so this is clearly Sitari's sister. And she has had a bit of a change of heart. Uh, she doesn't. She's not really super into the consistory the, the consistor anymore, especially because Sandy was doing some truly deranged things. Uh, as Satori said, like they don't really want to end the world or do weird necromancy. They just want to be in charge of uh, the monarchies at some point. They're just right. tired of being a minor family, but that's it. Uh, and they suggest that you go speak to the monarch of Korat and beg her to investigate the plot. So once, okay. once, once you do that, uh, you, you'll be pardoned for the murder that you did not commit of the dog, in case anybody yeah. w- w- was investigating you. Uh, and they'll grant Hook a commendation. Um, and she's alerted the ruling council. The Asakats have escaped into hiding. And there are quite a few zombies that still need to be cleaned up, but that's uh, something that you can do in the future if you want. Um, but, but yeah, so as, as time goes by, it's, it appears the threat of, of assassinations was just a threat. Uh, a lot of the major nobles hired bodyguards, but nothing ever came of it. Uh, but seeing okay. as the consistory is a secret cult that is hidden within the monarchies for centuries, it's unlikely this incident will, will eliminate them permanently. Unlikely. Ooh. Aha, future stories. Yes. That we will totally do. Yeah, right, totally. Um, <laughs> and yes, the, the clasp did belong to her sister who dropped it while she was at the scene. Uh, but she has been cleared since so she clearly turned over and turned, you know, state, state, state witness or whatever you want to call it. Right. 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 Uh, so yeah, so that is a, a slightly abbreviated version of, uh, the first adventure in Adventures for Curious Cats. Honestly, I'm surprised we got so much done in like an hour and a half. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I hand waved a few things, obviously. Because uh, that's what you do when you're trying to run an adventure really quickly. Uh, that probably could, depending on how many routes they go down, take about three hours. Um, although the the adventure itself, uh, this is one of the things I just want to put out there for reasons of first-time storytellers and listeners. Uh, the, the adventure doesn't actually account for them going into the red spot or finding a merchant. That was all mm-hmm. me making stuff up. So I'm not as Yay. bad at improv no as idea. I thought. Excellent. Uh, you did yeah, a great no. job with that. Go me. Uh, all right, cool. Well, thank you both for playing. And yeah. honestly, thank you both for being my friends, so I feel very at ease running for you. <laughs> uh, because the whole point of this is that maybe one day I'll be able to run at conventions and things and be even more useful to the to the company. Um, or, uh, you know, even online conventions like streams. We well, so. did a great job. Aw, thank you. Grape job. Grape job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Uh, that said... It's a, it's a long episode, just like our Pugmire one was. So, Danielle, he wanted to find you, follow you, talk to you about Mephisto or see pictures of her. Where could they do so? Um, I'm, um, oh man, you just asked me a question. Uh, <laughs> red spot. <laughs> yeah, red spot. Oh God. You should put um, a picture of Mephisto in the Onyx Pets channel. On the I Onyx should. Pets Discord. I, I will do that. I will place pictures of Mephisto in the Onyx Path, past cast, Discord. Also Leo, just pets. because we love him. Yes, also Leo. Um, I'll put all my cats in there for, for the edification of those uh, who wish to see pictures of my cats. But otherwise, you can find me 
online at uh, daniellozon.com, mm-hmm. and that has links to all of my social medias. Nice. Eddie, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Pugsteady, P-U-G-S-T-A-D-Y. You can find my website at Pugsteady.com, where you could find me in the Onyx Path Discord. Right now, actually, uh, the past few weeks, um, I have been posting bits and pieces of, of Pugmire lore and design thoughts in the Realms of Pugmire channel. So if you're kind of curious about how Pugmire came to be, go hang out there because we'll definitely, I'd definitely be posting stuff in there every, off and on. Yeah, and it's been on. super fun to read even for me, who like knows a lot about it. Excellent. So yeah. Uh, you can find me in this place at Dixie Cyanide. Uh, you can find us pretty much everywhere at the Onyx Path. Uh, also, like we said, we're all on Discord. We love it. Uh, onyxpath.com is a good place if you want to talk to Rich directly through the blog. And as always, many worlds, one pathcast. <laughs>